Hello, and welcome to Our World with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today, sir? Everything's good. How's everything with you? All right. I want to start out by saying a big fat F you to Kevin Jansen Neal, the idiot who did the shootings in California, Rancho, Dahama, at the elementary school and other places. This oh. is like three three out of the last five times we've had to start the show the same exact way. This is our world now, man. This is really our world. Yeah, it's like people just becoming accustomed to it, like not even doesn't even upset people anymore, I don't think. Like when you wake no, up in the morning you you expect to hear this news now. And you know what? We're getting ready to enter in the horror seasons. This is the horror season for family killings, suicides, and things of that nature. The holidays between Thanksgiving and Christmas, yeah, you know, you have also the Jewish holidays. People go off the rails. Loneliness, sadness, depression really kicks in with all this joy to the world. Commercials get them. The TV show is always about family, friends. And there are a lot of lonely people in this world, you know. So it's, uh, this is, it's, it's going to, we're going to hear a lot more. And I hate to say that, but I'll be a liar if I don't believe that. Yep. So I, let me ask you a question. There's exactly no wrong answer, but I would like to hear. And the question is, what in the hell is Our World Podcast to you? Well, to me, I've, it's a point where we can get these, uh, share our opinions with the world and let them know how we feel about certain situations. Okay. You know what? I kind of like that. It's concise. It's in a nutshell. Uh, I run into a problem that I think people perceive me, people that know me, mm-hmm. they perceive our world as something that it's not. Our world is not a version of Dr. Umar Johnson's show. <laughs> oh, my God. We are not trying to open your third eye. We are not trying to uh, – we are not David Banner and David Banner Jr. Yeah. We, we're not uh, the Louis Farrakhan show. It's just Netboy's Doc's opinions on the going-ons of our world. We do it twice a week. There's enough going on in our world that I at least feel that I'm blessed. To, when I'm old or I'm dead or whatever, I at least have this, that somebody can go back and say, well, you know, he thought about some things. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to school anybody or guru anybody. So if somebody's just listening in and, and you wanted to know, that's basically what it is. It's you and your buddy having a conversation about shit that's going on in your planet. Yeah, I mean, I think we said it from episode one <clears throat> that we're not trying to force our beliefs or anything down each other, uh, down other people's throats. We don't even agree on some of the topics. So, And that's the, that, like that, you know, we're not trying to force anyone's opinion down someone else's throat. That's true. And you know what? If we agreed on everything, it would be boring. Yep. Now, okay, you know what? I, I, I Every once in a while, I see that you post something. And and so just to let you know that I'm, I'm conscious. So daddy, daddy home too. Oh, my God. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this should have been a straight-to-DVD movie. It should have been straight to Netflix. Forget a DVD because you don't even want to buy a disc. I thought, all right, I, I'm not a fan of Will Farrell. Uh, Marky Mark, what's his name? Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he's going to write in a certain thing. I'm a fan of Mel Gibson. I thought Mel Gibson would add some. I don't know what I thought he would add to the movie and John Lithgow. I thought they would add some pizzazz, I guess, to the movie, some flair, but I was wrong. I didn't chuckle one time. If I could have got my money back, I would have, and the movie was free. Oh, wow. See, a situation of pay, give me my money back? Now, that's, that's hardcore. <laughs> Now you know I uh, I have I really don't have that on my agenda because the commercial screamed to me this is going to be horrible. Yeah. So I said when the commercial, which you giving you putting your best foot forward, and if your best foot forward stinks, I don't want nothing to do with it. It's just <laughs> like I was saying about that Medea Boo movie. It looked so bad from the commercial. I said I can't. Sit through this. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I actually want to see that because I enjoyed. I kind of enjoyed the first one, so. But I want to go. I, I'm. I still want to see the foreigner, so I can't. I couldn't see Madea over the foreigner because that was something I really wanted to see. I still haven't seen Detroit, and I think that's like next on my list to see. Yeah, I think Detroit, Detroit. will be available next month. Yeah, so I. I that's that's my next on my list. Oh, now, while we uh, talk about this real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. The week that Fleer came out with his 30 for 30, I don't know if you know, but The Million Dollar Man had a movie that was in the movie theater about his life. No, I did not. It was a one-day event um, for Fathom Events, and they were showing it all theaters for just that Tuesday. Oh, man, I should have remembered the name of it. It was well, Ted million, Yeah, it was about The Million Dollar Man and his redemption into, I guess he's a pastor now or or whatever he is, but it was about his life growing up and stuff like that, and it was a full movie. Oh, wow. You know what? I'm going to segue into something that relates to The Million Dollar Man that I know personally. We all know that The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, he ran around with Virgil. Virgil was his sidekick of whatever the hell. I really didn't know what the hell, valet, sidekick, or whatever. Yeah. You know Virgil, right? Yeah. So it was kind of sad, too. Me and my wife at Coney Island. I would say this is right before I left New York, so I'm going to say this was six years ago. We're on the boardwalk in Coney Island, and I look up and I go, oh, shit, that's the million-dollar belt. So there's a big, huge black man with the million-dollar belt, and I look over. It's fucking Virgil. <laughs> Virgil was signing autographs and taking pictures for pay on the Coney Island boardwalk. Oh, wow. <laughs> I heard someone in one of these wrestling groups that they saw Virgil on the train station doing the same thing, basically. Yes. And I was and the sad. what made me sad about it was Virgil looked like he had really bad false teeth. Oh, man. And he was so bored because nobody was coming over to him that he could literally spend 20 minutes talking to me. You know, if my wife didn't kind of shuffle me out, I would have talked to him longer because I was interested in how is this person, you know, how is that person. And here I would say friendly, super friendly. Dick, not at all. Very nice guy. But 
it was sad to see that he had fallen on such hard times, man, you know? Yeah, you see a lot of them at this point, especially the the guy like late 80s, early 90s, that they're just doing bad at life right now. Yeah, man, you know, fucking uh, drugs is, uh, is I, and I'm not going to blame him of drugs, but you would figure at least steroids with him. I mean, he is from that time. Uh, I found the name. It's called Ted, Divi- Ted DiBiase, The Price of Fame, A Story of Hope, Faith, and Wrestling. Oh, yes. Ted DiBiase has an interesting story. His father, Iron Mike DiBiase, actually died in the ring. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and we all know that he had a son also who was a wrestler, who I believe is now a chiropractor or something. Oh, he's about DiBiase Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he just saved someone's life the other day from committing suicide or something like that. Oh, okay. Good for him. <clears throat> so we were talking about this stupid television and stuff. I am a huge fan of The Blacklist. I watched The Blacklist this week. The Blacklist hit a grand slam, the bottom of the ninth, seventh game of the World Series. The episode was fire. Yeah, I agree. I I just just binge-watched all eight episodes, so I know exactly what you're talking about. It was fire. I was like, what the hell? This was like they put their best, actually took their best two feet and put them forward. And so the blacklist was great. I, Red Reddington is one of my favorite television characters of all times. Yeah, I agree. Especially this season because he, he, he's kind of broke right now. You see him chilling out at the motel with his, like, shorts on and... and <laughs> Before cap. Yeah. <laughs> but it was nice. It, it was also nice to see Red get sharp. I like Red's sharp with his fedora and, yeah, yeah. you know, his high life. That <laughs> life that you can't even imagine, but he lived. Yeah. You know, I know kings and queens and blah, blah, blah. I... Uh, now, I would say I did it to myself again because I guess I'm a glutton for punishment, and I just did it. Eating breakfast this morning, I decided I'm going to watch Big Bang, but I have now decided that I, it is completely and utterly over. They have jumped the shark with me. I can't laugh. So what I did was at least Big Bang and you told me about another show. So I gave a view to Superior Donuts. And I actually liked it. Oh, good. I was like, finally, a recommendation that I gave that he liked. <laughs> yeah, this is, this the episode, I mean, I'm all off the season. The episode I seen was Randy, the female cop, might have roughed up Lil Mike. Yeah, that's the episode I suggested, yeah. <clears throat> and that's the one I watched. I just, I just watched it, I would say, no more than 45 <clears throat> minutes ago. And I said, you know what? This is a show while I'm eating dinner because I don't like to see blood and guts. This is perfect. I got a couple of episodes that I can at least for the next month use as meal fodder. Yeah. Okay. So we, you know, we, we, we had, like I said, we have an interesting week here. Oh, wait, wait. One thing this, before you change the, 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 the TV topic. I have one question that I, I noticed today on the train. I saw a poster for The Walking Dead. Where the hell is Michonne? Oh, my God. You know what? Good question. Michonne and Carl must be back in Alexandria. We have, I, Thank you. I forgot all about him. We have not seen him. I think we've seen him leave them in the first episode. He kissed her, said, keep the boy here. 
Because remember, Carl was running around some yeah. abandoned cars but and left food. You leave one of your best fighters behind? Because now she's a weak woman, okay? <laughs> he, he made her into the weak woman. <laughs> oh, my God. He brought a shitload of other women, but he, he made her the weak woman. She stayed at home. <laughs> That's a, you know, that's a very good question. I didn't even think about that. It, I forgot she was on the show. These shows are weird. You forget people are on shows if they don't use them. Yeah, I just happened to be walking past a poster and I saw her face. I'm like, where the hell is my show? <laughs> Man, did you see the video of the Asian guy on the BART train in uh, San Francisco or Oakland, wherever that that is, and the white guy's berating him and then... Puts hands on him. Oh, no. Well, it's a very interesting video. He actually called them the Chinese N-word. Oh, God. You Chinese N-word. And I have a major problem with the narrative that came from this. Everybody, now I'll let you make your own decision. We could actually even revisit this Monday, but I just want to make a quick point. Everybody is saying that the Asian guy handled it well because it didn't escalate. He got smacked at least two times. Oh, hell no. He stayed on his chair. It wasn't until he was threatened the third time that he actually stood up. Now, the Asian dude was a big motherfucker. He looked like he, I mean, he's a big dude. We, we might be talking two, six, two, two forty. But, every, and this is the narrative I didn't like. Everybody seems to be saying that he handled it well because he didn't kick a white man's ass for attacking him. It's one of those, you know what, the world right now is keep turning a cheek to what they do to us. Keep turning a cheek to what they do to us. Mm -hmm. Don't retaliate. I mean, everybody can't be Gandhi and MLK. Sometimes violence begets, begets violence. Yeah, I, I just saw the video, and I'm like, oh, man, he just sitting there minding his own business, basically. Yes, and this dude just keep coming back and come, But they're praising him for take, be, being a victim. I don't believe in that. that I don't believe in that. You, now, each person to their own, you've got to be able to look the person in the mirror. I'm telling you now, if I'm on the A train, the Z train, the J train, the Raleigh city bus, and you are laying hands on me, I could not, say I get out of that situation, I come home, I couldn't look the dude in the mirror that I allowed somebody to do this to me. No, yeah, I, look, I agree. I remember. I'll take a beating first. Yeah, I, I I remember one time I was walking home. I think I talked about this story one time. I had my hoodie on, and I was like, I would say like maybe a hundred steps to my block, and next thing you know, I see bright lights. I'm like, what the hell? Someone had like hit me as I was walking up the block. And you know, this was all a long time ago because I had a CD player in my hand. Okay. And then when I turned around, I see four legs, and I'm like, okay, then here and fight these two guys or go to 100 steps on my block where I could get reinforcement. So I went for the reinforcement scenario. But then when I came back and then, like, later on that day, I was like, damn, I feel like a fucking punk. It's like I got sucker punch and basically ain't do nothing because when I came back, they were gone. 
Yeah, you know, sometimes you take the ass kick. Even, you know what? Sometimes you take the ass kicking for your pride. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying that everything is life and death. You know what? The first time, first of all, stop the person from even when they look like they have reaction, that when they look like they're getting ready to hit you, you grab their fucking wrist and stop it. Yep. We 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 can't have it where, you know, I'm still a little angry about the brother from Ferguson who gets punched in the face and hugs the white guy at the I'm news good. conference like he was, he did something wrong. Yeah. You know, no. Think about this, man. Okay, you had posted for Monday's show, and I, I apologize for overlooking it. Louis C.K. apologizes, right? Yeah. Sometimes apologies are not acceptable. Yeah, I, I agree. And you don't See, have to accept an apology either. Exactly. Now, what's going to happen is this white guy will be caught, right? Probably by Monday, this white guy will be caught. You know what the first thing he's going to do? He's going to publicly apologize. The Asian guy is probably going to be super uh, gracious, accept his apology, get claps, taps on the back. But why? Well, where's the lesson learned when we just, you know, that's God's job to, if you believe in God, that's God's job to accept apologies. We're not required as man to automatically accept apologies who the hell says it's sincere it's just sometimes it's just reading words like ball and those other two knuckleheads no oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't understand i'm like well it's like trump too because the way he read the teleprompter he when he apo- attempt to apologize or whatever you know what i was i was kind of depressed for ucla and I'm glad I didn't go to UCLA. You would figure three college-age gentlemen, young men, right? Yep. You got a whole literary department, whole writing wing. They couldn't get somebody from one of those departments to write something more eloquent, <laughs> something with a higher degree. Think about it. If you're an 18-year-old and you're making a public apology to the nation, you should be using words that are above a sixth grade reading level. But do we, mean, have, to do that? Do we have to do that now? I'm like, our president used the same words. <laughs> yeah, but you want to know something? <laughs> you got to lower your standards. <laughs> this is the same guy that said grab him by the pussy. Do we have to lower our standards <laughs> to his standards? <laughs> no, we don't. Think about it. Net. Maybe he want, they wanted to speak to him on his own level, being that they had to apologize to him. Yeah, but they were talking to everybody else, too. <laughs> Just think about this. I brought up this guy, Kevin Johnson Neal, who does the shooting in Rancho Jahama. Yeah. Trump is so, so not qualified to be president that he tweets that the FBI and the cops are on their way to the Texas shooting. Oh. I, I couldn't even believe... He doesn't even check his tweets. And and, and, and and if the cops and the FBI are on their way to Texas shooting, at the time of the tweet, he was nine days late. Think about that. Another mass shooting, and you mistake and send the wrong mass shooting tweet. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did. He, he, he probably copied and pasted. 
Yeah, but didn't even. You know what? Before I post anything on Facebook, do you know I must read it like ten times? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm the same I, way. First of all, I read it for syntax. I read it for. I read it for punctuation. Yeah. I read it so that if somebody else reads it who never heard me say anything before, they don't say this is a fucking idiot. You know, because there's a difference between then and then. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and people I, don't I, even I don't think get a lot that. of people know that though. There's a difference between then and then, and and people post then for then all yeah. the time. Yeah, you know? I, had a, I had a school teacher that taught me, well, that taught the class the difference between then and then easily. She said then has an E in it, and just think of it as next. Then, A, compare. Says, right. So that always stuck in my brain to compare and next. So I think some people just... I think they tend to write then more than then anyway. Right, you got you got conscious and conscience. Oh yeah. People you know, and now everybody is so woke but they don't even know if they're conscious or they're conscious. <laughs> they're conscious. So we we're in a very confused we're in a confused place with a lot of confused people and the dude at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue is the most confused. Now, they, they come out this week and they say that they're going to put, you know, we have several Congress people, they, they, they enter some impeachment papers. And I hope they don't just die on the floor. Yeah, I mean, uh, most likely it will. They, the Democrats don't own the House. You would need the Republicans to, they would need some Republican senators to come aboard. Yeah, and, and you know what, man? Everything is so out of control. You got this fucking Rob, this Moore. Roy Moore, yeah, who is a savage. I can imagine if he was a slave owner, how brutal his fucking plantation would be. <laughs> exactly. And this dude is—he basically admitted it to himself. Oh, I had to get permission from from their moms to date them. Like, which I mean, <laughs> I mean, that right there is admit you're admitting that you was with underage women. Well, yeah, girl. his dumbass wife. Um, she's the good, the good wife. I'm stand by my man. Some old fucking country song. Stand by your man. <laughs> I mean, first of all, he's on he's on stage at a like a political rally with a gun in his pocket, didn't waving it around like a yeah. lunatic. Now, when when Kellyanne Conway says you might need to step down. You know how fucked up you're going to be when Kellyanne Conway <laughs> says you might need to. She wouldn't tell it to step down. Yep. What the hell is that? Pennyworth. She wouldn't tell the clown Pennyworth to go away. <laughs> but she tell her. So Roy, Roy Moore might be worse than fucking Pennyworth. Yeah, I, I, don't under, I don't understand these people. But um, the the Alabama GOP said he should stay in the race. But you want to know something? That I'm a person who's had the pleasure of actually going around this country. I've been, I would say I've been to easily over 40 states. Easily over 40 states. I've lived in at least eight states. I'm not talking about a weekend. I'm talking about lived. We're talking about at least six months. In at least eight states in America. And uh, Alabama is a toilet unto itself. If people think Florida is kind of shitty, Alabama is Florida to the third power. 
Oh wow, that's that's. I mean, I as far as I'm concerned, Alabama is the only state in the union where I go like this. I don't understand why there's a black person still living in the state. <laughs> I don't understand. There's got to be a cousin that you could go to Chicago and start life with. Montana. I don't give a fuck if it's where it is. Alabama ain't the place. If you ever notice, nothing good ever goes to Alabama. We don't send anything special to Alabama. Except for, for some crazy reason, we have NASA in Alabama. Oh, maybe and I don't know what the fuck astronauts are doing in Alabama. but Because the property value is cheaper? Yeah, maybe, and they got probably a ton of land space, you know. Now, we got a uh, real tricky shit. This Oh, no. Have you ever stayed at Mandalay Bay? Uh, no, I've been through there, but I've never stayed there. Well, I've been, I've been through Mandalay Bay, I don't know, 30, 40 times. But right now, I am so angry at Mandalay Bay. They are making the employees there suffer because they're having mass layoffs after the shooting. These people had nothing to do with anything, and they didn't give them any warning, no two weeks notice, nothing. People showing up for work, you're laid off. We're losing money, you're laid off. Oh, yeah, that's... MG... I don't know, why? Did they give a reason? Losing money. MGM is a multi-billion dollar corporation. I think they could have carried these people for the next six to nine months while this thing dies down and gets back to normal. Yeah, they have because that's not the only hotel they own. They own they own the MGM Corporation, yeah. which is Monte Carlo, New York, New York, Mirage. Uh, there's a shitload of Venetian. But to lay off, I mean, and we're talking they having mass layoffs. At Mandalay Bay, no, and the thing that shitty was, like I said, they gave no warning. They didn't tell the people you got a month to get your shit together, get a job, two months. We'll be laying you off in, okay, this is November. We'll be laying you off in February 15th. That's some heads up. No, come show up for work. You know, you come, you, you got your buddy, and on your way through the door, you're all talking shit about what you're going to do this weekend, and then you get to six steps in and, Oh, we need to see y'all. Y'all need to go home. It's over. Happy holidays, man. Yeah, that's the same. And let's not forget that these are the same people who had to go through the nightmare of this situation. Some of them might have been in the building on different floors that day. Yeah, that's that's the thing. They they should be ashamed of themselves for doing that. I and you know what I can't. I have lots of options when I go to Las Vegas. Mandalay Bay is lifetime banned on my list of options. Personally, lifetime banned. I'm not ever thinking of staying at Mandalay. First of all, it's too fucking far down the strip. You need to be in a cab. You need to be in a car just to get to the main strip. So, <laughs> And I, I'm not one of those people who go to Vegas I have buddies, they do it all the time, man. They go to Vegas, and they stay in these fucking, uh, what do you call those, uh, timeshares oh, yeah. that are off the strip. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's nothing like rolling out of a hotel and being on the strip. Yeah, I, I, I stayed at the Hard Rock, which is off the strip one time. We had a rental car, and I was like, damn. I could have stayed where I normally uh, on the strip. It would have been better. Wouldn't spend any time in the damn rental car. Yeah, think about it, man. You come off, you get on an elevator, you come downstairs, 
and you're you're in what everybody considers to be Las Vegas, ten feet outside the door, and and that's the way I like it. I watched um, I watched SmackDown. I finished SmackDown this morning. Yeah. SmackDown's ending was hot. Yeah, that was actually better than the Raw ending. Yes, much better. I uh, Angle was on point. Angle was great. I, I it made me excited about actually wanting to see the uh, Survivor Series. What is it? Survivor Series this weekend. First of all, I I love Charlotte Flair. The girl is a worker, man. That is and, a worker. And she has the least. She probably has the least experience out of all of them, which is which is crazy how she learned so fast. But maybe you could straighten some things up for me. We got the Survivor Series this weekend. Yep. The first time I can say that we got a major pay-per-view seems in a while, while John Cena seems to be on break but coming back for the pay-per-view. So he did nothing to promote this event at all. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't know if WWE thought they was in trouble because they made a lot of moves at the very last minute. Yes, and it still seems like this. From the way I'm looking at this, when you talk about star power, it still looks like it's a raw-driven event. No Kevin Owens, yep. no Dolph, no Sami Zayn, no Jinder Mahal. The only person I can say no to on Raw is no Wyatt. Yeah. Bray Wyatt. Wait, well, other than that, Finn, Finn, is Finn in it? Finn Balor is in the. He's one of the five. Oh, okay. Finn Jay is one of the five, but no gender, no Kevin, no Sammy. And and I was a little confused. And now I guess because Charlotte won the title, they'll move Natalia into her spot in the five women on five women. Well, that I'm not sure about because last week Paige was actually back behind stage. And according okay, so, to the rumors is that they didn't use her because she and Foxy tweeted about it before um, before Raw went live so everyone knew. she was supposed, they, they said she was supposed to be the last participant, not Bailey. Okay, so maybe they're going to move her to SmackDown and make her the fifth. See, they got to have something to surprise the fans. Yeah. And and maybe that's the move right there. Now, I am not a big fan, but I watch all the takeovers. This weekend, we also have a takeover War Games NXT. Yeah, I remember the original War Games. Have you ever seen a tape of any of the original War Games? Uh, I saw the version in WCW. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I would say WCW, NWO, when you would have, like, the Road Warriors versus Dusty and the uh, Four Horsemen, always bloodbaths. We we don't live in that day no more, but uh, I'm interested because they actually have a Asian chick in NXT who looks just like Oscar. Oh, for real? Yeah, uh, something thin. She, if you look, if, if you ask me, I was like, that's Oscar. <laughs> and she does the same strong style. She's built exactly like her. Wait, are you same saying all ages look alike? No. <laughs> same short hair, dude. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. 
I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. We we get enough of that bullshit ourselves. Yeah, I know, all the time. So WWE's got a very big weekend coming up this weekend. And um, I'm interested in it. I will be watching both. UFC has a freebie on FS1, and I can't recommend this card to anybody. The only person that I know on the whole fucking card is Werdeem. <laughs> Werdeem and Beck. Beck Rollins is a female that's fighting on the card, too. But the young lady she's fighting, I don't know. Now, will I be watching? I'm a UFC freak. Yes, I'll watch. I'll give you some kind of preview or review of it next show, but I'm not super excited about it. Uh, it's just just not a, I mean, you know, nine fights and you don't know nobody, this is when you have like eight, eight uh, shows every weekend. Well, eight straight weekends of shows. It's kind of hard to have people that you know. Do you watch uh, The Ultimate Fighter? Uh, I haven't. Well, I haven't watched this season. I've watched other seasons, but I haven't watched this season. Well, this they just this season is females. They had a fight this week. Nika Montano is her name. She threw the knee from hell. I mean, the knee straight from Hades. You could hear the bone hit bone, and. We are talking, I thought Pettis bled last Saturday. This woman bled like, she bled like she was a mixture of Dusty Rhodes, Abdullah the Butcher, and Ric Flair in their prime. Oh, my God. It, this was, this was, remember the, uh, you remember the Stone Cold Steve Austin famous in the ring against uh, Bret Hart? Yeah. And it's just dripping like dripping that. Blood, yep. Well, you never hear this from UFC people. One of the coaches said, I could barely watch this. Oh, oh, my God. I mean, when you hear a coach say, and my wife was upset. She's like, she's such a pretty woman. It's kind of hard to see a woman bleed like that. And I'm talking, it was one knee, and that knee, it was like this. You heard it, and it just leaked, and it just continued to leak, and then at the end of the match, the shit was as, the cut was as deep as if you pick up a pen. It was like, say you have a pen in your hand, put your finger in the middle of the pen, that's the cut. No, God. Not stitches, this is plastic, needing of plastic surgery. You know? So we had this week also, We this is a crazy one. They came out with new health guidelines for blood pressure. Yeah, just saw that. So now, we used to always 120 over 80 was normal. Now they're saying 120 over 80, anything above that, basically you got high blood pressure. Pharma is a funny, funny company, man, and they run this world. The media doesn't run the world. TV don't run the world. Pharma runs the world, and they run media. Think about this, Ned. With these new readings, when you go to the doctor, the next time you go to the doctor, the doctor might tell you you have high blood pressure, which is going to put some kind of – see, with that, they could put fear. 
You're just your candidate now for stroke. Your candidate now for heart attack. Your candidate now for diabetes. So what they're gonna do is between thirty and a hundred million people now are going to need blood pressure medication, which meant farmers' money just went back through the roof. Everything that they lost on oxycodone, they just recouped on blood pressure medicine. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's the reason why in this country when you – we're the only country that, like, is run by, like, the pharmaceutical industries and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Pharmaceuticals run our media. Because think about it. There's not going to be one media outlet that's going to come down on pharmaceuticals about this. Not one. And why, after 14 years, do you you change it? Think about it. One of the numbers was the number a week ago was normal. Like I said, 120 over 80 was normal. Now, all of a sudden, 130 over 80. See, that didn't even change the bottom number. It's abnormal. Yeah. Now, like I said, they're going to say you're at risk for all this shit. So we, you know, just for, I can hear doctors around the country now, just for prevention, maintenance, I think you should just take one of these pills per day. That's all you need. Not knowing that this shit costs... It costs your health company. You don't care about that. It costs them four hundred. Your copay on it is sixteen a month, but it's four hundred dollars to your medical. So the pharmaceuticals. Think about it. If they can get thirty to a hundred. That's a, think about that number. Thirty to a hundred million. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That we talking billions of dollars, and now your doctor's gonna tell you you need this shit for the rest of your life to maintain. The only reason your pressure went back to normal is because of that drug. And see, that drug might lead to you needing another drug to offset that drug. Uh, it's 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 a wicked wicked thing. Yeah, that's. But the, they, like, they need to figure. They need to figure something out. Uh, everyone wants to reform. Tax codes and Medicaid, and we need to figure out something about the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, pharmaceutical and food. Oh, and food, definitely. But I don't know what's up with food because, like, a couple years ago, didn't they say it's okay for us to eat um, cloned food? Yeah, and they also told us that uh, they raise the amount every seven months on how many eggs you can have per day. You know, yeah. and then they tell you drinking is fine to a certain amount per day. But here's the thing I was getting at with food, and you're old enough to remember this. Your mother used to probably send you, say you used to go to, you're the baby, so you used to get to do the store runs, right? Yeah. Okay. So Saturday morning, you brought milk for your mother so you could have some cereal or whatever. By Wednesday, your mother needed to throw that milk out because the shit was spoiled, right? Yep, yep. Nowadays, you know you can keep that same. Think about how long you keep milk in your refrigerator now. Oh, yeah, that's – I don't because <laughs> I live with someone that would be like, uh, this is bad, throwing it out. See, but I, I keep milk in my refrigerator. You know how long it takes milk to go bad now? Yeah, I know. Like three mm. weeks, man. It's just insane. It's Bread doesn't even turn green no more. <laughs> that is true. I was like, I, I mean, think about it. Bread used long. to go bad. Bread, milk used to go bad. Now, now it's like the Walking Dead. You can keep that shit forever. Yeah. You know, so Terry Crews had to come out 
and, and, and talk about his groping. This was a really bad week for sexual uh, sexual harassment people. I mean, most of it is still allegations. And I'm still, you know, I hate to say this, I'm still waiting for a major black name to drop. Okay, we had Bill Cosby. Because I want to see what our community's reaction is going to be. Oh. To a to a producer, director, or major star. Shit, I, was, so I, I was shocked that they got Al Franken after all his holiness he was preaching this week. <laughs> come to find out, he 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 was involved in some sexual harassment stuff himself. But see, you know how that goes, deflection like a motherfucker. So, but at least I one one guy I say I give him some credit. Sly Stone came out and said, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> he, he, he didn't see Sly Stone did. I give him credit for that. He didn't wait. He said instantly, "Go fuck yourself." With this nonsense. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. Then you got this 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 Jeffrey Tabor guy who's now harassing all the transvestites it seems like he worked with on some fucking show. Oh you know, yeah. a, uh the transparency, that's a transparency show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But every fucking transvestite that's on the show or he they said that he sexually harassed him. Yeah. One of them was like, you know, I had to do a scene with him in bed, and he's got these flimsy uh, pajamas on, so he boned up and, and kept rubbing up on my, <laughs> rubbing up on him. And she's like, I can feel the bone because the fucking uh, pajamas are like paper. Yeah. I was like, that's some dirty shit right there. But I always wondered, I was like, because as an actor, there has to be moments, especially you in a sex scene, and as a male actor, that your manhood gets erect. So what the hell do you do? Listen, you know like I know, your dick is your best friend and your worst enemy. That <laughs> motherfucker could be in a train ride two stops away from you getting off the train and nothing sexy in front of you, and this bastard act like he's he's ready for action. Yep. <laughs> if a man told me that hasn't happened to him, I think he's a fucking liar. That's just me personally. Yep. I've been on the train. Nobody's there. Two stops away from getting up. This And I'm going, and you're telling yourself, stop. Yep. You, you, internally, you're screaming, stop. <laughs> what do I got to do, pinch myself? So I can imagine if something is sexy, you, you're going to have problems. Well, you know, there's an old story, right? Jim Brown, he did a movie with Raquel Welch, and they had a sex scene. And she said, I kept swearing he was trying to put it in me. Oh, my God. Well, you know, because she said, I could feel him fullness, and, you know, I don't have any clothes on, and he doesn't have any clothes on, and... It's like his dick had his own brain, a homing mechanism. I'm going in. She's like, cut it, you know, cut this shit out. But that's an old story from the '60s. Oh man. So, so I can imagine. I mean, some of these scenes be. I don't even know how they film them, man. I yeah, don't know I, how. I, uh, you ever saw Monster Ball? Yes, I did. I was like, it looked like they was having real sex. Listen. Ghost and Ghost and that chick. Oh yeah, Angela. Angela, yeah. It, 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 it did. It did have to have been a couple of times. Uh, he's at least entered the front gate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn. Yeah. See, that's you know. Okay, see, it's a, a a fox or 
W O R, I mean nine or something. You you figure there's a little pasty in between. These other ones where you see naked ass, there's no way to have anything in between. So nope. you know. And then the, the girls when they gotta do scenes, you know, it's it, you'd be like, damn, this is this is this is to be an actor or actress, like I said, I watch uh, How to Get Away with Murder. And awesome. I always wonder every week Oliver and the other guy, I wonder if they're gay in real life because how do you play this gay guy every week where you got to do all this kissing, holding, and half-assed nude well, with, them, with another at least, man? At least with them, being that if they're not gay, maybe their manhood won't grow at that point. Right. But, you know, if you're working with a chick that you find attractive. Oh, yeah, that's different. This is And... Because, I, you know what, it's hard to explain. I, a woman would never understand because I don't understand their body parts. Man's body parts sometimes seem like it thinks independently. Yep. Now, your brain tells your hands not to touch shit that it's not supposed to touch. Okay, so we I'm not using that as an excuse, but I'm just saying there are times when you can pop wood inappropriately, and it's no apparent reason. I'm sure it happens in church. Motherfuckers could be having a holy ghost and dude be a four hours, four pews over, full boned out yep. for no reason. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no apparent reason. It doesn't take anything sexual for us to just flip out. That t- testosterone is evil, man. Yeah, I, I totally you know. agree. There's been times I was sitting at my desk and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's, it's normal. See, I guess it's a conversation fathers have to have with their sons. This shit is going to mess with you from time to time. I mean, there's, you shouldn't be ever in front of a, uh, 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 at a funeral I mean, and, and viewing the body with a boner. Yeah. Once you, see, here's the thing. Once you stand up, you have to be in control. I don't give a fuck if you got a stomp on your foot. <laughs> it's not supposed to be noticeable to anybody but you. Yep. Unless you're in that situation. You know? Now, this, we were talking about this sexual harassment. Russ Limbaugh said the line of the week. He said this Roy Moore must have been a Democrat when he started targeting these girls. What, oh is, what, 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 what the fuck is that? I mean, what is that? So he, you're a pervert because you're a Democrat. Democrat yeah. He would never be a pervert as a Republican. All right. So what about the what about the Republican uh, senator a couple of years ago that was tap dancing in the bathroom to get guys? Oh yeah. Well, see, first of all, Russ Limbaugh is the same guy who said that Obama is destroying traditional marriages. Yet he's been married and divorced four times. <laughs> so he, I say this without any fear or anything. Russ Limbaugh is a big, fat fucking idiot yeah. who had, he talks about how weak drug addicts were, and he had an Oxycontin problem. Oh, man. This is documented. He had to go to rehab, yet he did a show about how weak drug addicts are. And at the whole time, he was a drug addict. So, you know, these guys that's over the top for the Republican Party, they, 
you 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 take everything they say with a grain of salt. They don't mean the shit they say. It just there's an audience for it. Yeah, they have the audience that they are talking to, and I don't know what the who fuck is part of this audience, but some of them is fucking dumb, just straight dumb. Now, this one is another. Can you believe this shit? United States Army said they're gonna take uh, applicants with mental mental illness mental illness issues, drug abuse, and even if they self mutilate. Yeah, to me, it's, all right. Are they desperate for people to join now? Because I don't understand half of that. I'm like, first off, the bipolar. What is someone? How do you monitor if someone's not taking their medicine? And on top of it, you give them access. Think about it. If we send them out in the field, we're sending them out in the field with an automated weapon with unlimited with unlimited bullets. Yeah. What stops them from taking out five guys in their own troop? Exactly. So uh, I don't know. To me, that's that's putting, especially with the bipolarism. I don't, you putting other people's lives in danger. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a number thing. I think Trump said some shit like he needs the military, the army alone to have something like 600,000 people in it. So why don't we just say, you know what? Go to the prisons and everybody that's doing less than 3 years for nonviolent crimes, you could either come to the army or finish your term. Choice yeah. is yours. Choice is yours. As long as it's nonviolent. Say some petty drug shit. Uh some some uh petty theft. You know what? Matter of fact he should have made Ball and the other two guys join the fucking army. That would have raised his number. Okay, I got you out of China. You're all only four years in the United States Army, you tall bastards. <laughs> you know. Man, those Celtics are rolling, my friend. Yeah, I had someone ask me yesterday, Celtics or Warriors? I was like, you can't, I can't not pick the Warriors. And when I turned to it, the Warriors was up. And I started watching something else and came back, and they lost. I was like, what the fuck? 14 in a row, man. I mean, I, I don't even – and this is without Gordon, man. I'm imagining Gordon at the training camp with them. And it's not – you see, the Golden State win was big because they lost to Cleveland to start the season. Yeah. Then they dropped the second game, and they have not lost since. Nope. My Spurs finally lose to the fucking Timberwolves. It took the Timberwolves, I think, four seasons before they got their first win against the Spurs. And MB and Simmons are Ben Simmons, man. That's the real deal, right there. Yeah. I don't. I'm, someone's Embiid, for him to only be in the, the league for four years and only played what? Forty something games. About thirty six games. Yeah, he need to. Uh, if he can keep producing those numbers, then shit, I would put him on a minute restriction too. And you know what? I, but I think it seems like every time Embiid plays, this is what you get from him. I mean, you don't get. That was outrageous what he did the other day. Forty six, fifteen, seven and seven and seven. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. He yeah. was blocking shots, assists, rebounds. He was doing everything. But Ben Simmons makes you, when you think of Ben Simmons and you think of uh, 
Lonzo Ball, it's not like they're even from the same world. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell is going on. I, I, but the, people said Lonzo's been playing well lately. Last night he dropped a grand total of two again. Oh, my God. So he had a Earlier lot of stress. this week he dropped five. He had a lot of stress. His brother was coming in from um, China. Listen, okay, this is, put it this way. I'm going to say L.A.'s played 13 games, 14 games. He's had three good games out of 14. The rest, he shot less than 30%. So I am not giving him no he's playing good. Yeah, there was talk of him coming off the bench, but uh, guess not. Yeah, they actually benched him the other day. Okay. They benched him in the fourth quarter. I mean, once again, he shot. And he's net. These shots are ugly. Like, they clank it off the side. The, uh, sometimes the other side of the rim. Who shoots and miss? You shoot and you miss. Put it this way. You play basketball. If your shot hits the front of the rim, you know that you're kind of off. Because nobody hits the front of the rim. Yep. He hits the other side of the rim. <laughs> so, that's crazy, man. We got a couple of decent games. Tonight, you got the Clippers and the Cavs even though I think the Clippers are shot already. OKC plays my Spurs. Tomorrow you got the Rockets and the Grizz. It seems like the Rockets and the Grizz have been – I'll put it this way. In another week, they won't even have to play each other no more because it seems like every week I see, you know what, coming up, Rockets and the Grizz. <laughs> I mean, they beat each other. These two teams, it's like they've been in a playoff series already. Yeah. And then you got the, I, I hope that the NBA did also going forward. I hope they go back to the first round being uh, the best out of five, man. This seven game oh. series is for since from round one to the finals is crazy. That's a, you know what that's about, man. Yeah. Let's let's make as much money as we can. If we can get think about it, if we can get all these games to go to six or seven, that's two extra paydays plus TV revenue. And with the money, they going like this. With the money that we are paying these players, we want to recoup as much. Even though the NBA is revenue sharing. So the players, I don't think, complain so much about that. No, no. I mean, but they can play all week. They can always say, we play, too, well, LeBron, we play too many games a season. Dude, you play 82. What baseball plays, 180? 164. And that's before the playoffs. Yeah. And thanks for bringing up baseball. Aaron Judge and Cody Bellinger from from the Dodgers and the Yankees, they won Rookie of the Year. Unfortunately, Aaron didn't win uh, MVP last night. No. Jose Altuve and Giancarlo Stanton won the MVPs. Wait, how did this work? They pick one from each conference? I mean, uh, yeah, one from each league. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Giancarlo plays for the uh, Marlins, so he won for the National League. Jose Altuve plays for the Houston Rockets, Houston Astros, and he <laughs> plays in the American. And, well, Aaron Judge, it was pretty impressive. Rookie of the year, and came in second in the MVP. That's that's a hell of a way to yeah, start that, a career. That's a hell of a season. Yes, yes. And, I mean, you know what? I'm very proud of what the Yankees accomplished this year. So, Sunday, we got the Wizards and the Raptors. Those are the two teams that I look at a lot because if anybody's going to give Boston – and Cleveland at least some fits, it has to come from the Wizards and the Raptors. After that, there's no more East. Yeah. 
That's the four teams in the East. And then number five is Milwaukee. Maybe Milwaukee will improve down the line, but that's the five. But they just grab Gordon. I think they give them some time, and they make a, they can make a move up in the ranking. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a long season. Man, this weekend we got – last night the Dolphins and Jay Cutler embarrassed themselves. No, no. No, no. The Steelers – Yeah, and the Titans. Demolished the Titans. Yep. Antonio Brown made a freaking catch that was just – they were having too much fun last night. Uh, I would like Steelers to, having too much fun. Say thank you to Antonio Brown because I think he gave me 50 points on my fantasy team by himself hey, listen, last night. How did? How far down did you draft Antonio Brown? How? How? Where did you get Antonio Brown? Uh, it could have been the first round or a second round pick, definitely. Okay, okay, because I'm not thinking that you could wait around to like second round to get an Antonio Brown. No, no, I'm 100 sure it has pretty much sure it had to be the first, a first rounder. I think you know what? I think next year I'm interested in fantasy sports. I I think I'll make a comeback to the Come fantasy back. sports world after about a six year hiatus. <laughs> But I think that I'm going to do that. Now, the NFL this week, Elliot, Ezekiel Elliott finally decides, I had enough of this shit. I'm going to take my six games. Yeah, fuck you, Wish he would have did it at the beginning of the season. Thank you, sir. But now, Jerry Jones is off the fucking... Jerry Jones is like the Donald Trump of the NFL right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just an ass clown. You know? And boo to the stupidest name in all of sports, Buffalo Bills. I thought about it. Buffalo Bills, what the fuck is a bill? <laughs> it's the only sports team that doesn't really kind of make sense. Yeah. I mean, people people go, Cleveland Browns don't make sense. Yes, but they do. The first owner was Paul Brown, so he just named the team after himself. Right. But who the fuck is Bill? It's not an animal. It's not a vegetable. It's not. It's not some kind of warrior. It's a buffalo bill. So, come to find out, I had to do research. They actually are named after Buffalo Bill Cody, who has nothing to do with buffalo. <laughs> he was a buffalo hunter back in the uh, Wild West days. So, but the the reason I'm saying boo to them is they put Tyron Taylor on the bench. Makes no they sense. were at one game. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they. What it was was they got up to that five and two start. They thought that they were somebody, not realizing they never were anybody. So now they blaming Tyrod Taylor. When they lost to the Jets, I said this team ain't shit. <laughs> so you, Buffalo never had me fooled, but you know Tyron had to take the he had to take the weight for him, and. This weekend, we got the Jets, the Colts, Panthers, all on bye week. And my, my Cowboys play the Eagles Sunday night football. And I'm hoping for not an ass kicking by the Eagles. I'm hoping that we can pull a miracle out of the hat and beat the Eagles and just act like the Cowboys, because they looked really bad last week. I did not like the way... The Cowboys looked last week. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of bad. I mean, that left tackle, 
who allowed Dak to get sacked six times, he was they could have made they could have made a new movie, The Non Blind Side. I mean, it, it was it was horrible. So it's not like a humongous sports weekend. You got UFC, like you said. You got the WWE. You got not the greatest basketball games. You got football. Maybe I'll catch up Saturday because I'm not into college football. I'll catch up with some movies. Maybe I finally will see this Detroit. Oh yeah, I've been looking for Detroit. I gotta look again. But I'm like I said, I'm big time looking forward to Survivor Series, and I guess we'll we should have something to talk about. I'm hoping for some highlight moments, man. I don't really even know what I'm looking for. I know one thing I'm looking for. I'm looking for that the Raw versus SmackDown match, mm-hmm. not a Randy Orton to win it. I don't want. I want. I want. I don't want Roman Reigns to win it either. Yeah. Well, hold on. He's not in that match. No, no, no. It's not one of the GM. What I would like to see, to tell you the truth, I would like to see at one point they give us five minutes of Bala and Nakamura. Yeah, that would work. Those you want to see those two kind of guys while everybody else is taking a break. Just see them work because they're the future. And I'm going to tell you this before I get out of here, man. I am convinced now AJ Styles could wrestle me tomorrow at WrestleMania and make it look great. A five-star match? I think he match? could wrestle uh, – maybe not five-star, but I think he could wrestle a broom handle. <laughs> that fucking guy is – he is who he said he is. He is the phenomenal AJ Styles. He he makes you excited about watching wrestling, even though you know the backstory of wrestling. Yeah. He makes it exciting. I mean, the what, how he moves, what he does, he, he is fantastic, man. Yeah, I, that's what I said. I don't know why. To me, it still seems like Vince doesn't like small guys a lot. So when they could, when these guys could actually work, these big monsters like Agenda Mahal, it's not going to give you a great match. I mean, they, they they can if they athletic, but sometimes they just suck. And, and you know what? It makes me sick to say this. I'm going to tip my hat to Byron, Byron Corbin. Oh, yeah. He works well with Sin Cara. He actually yeah. looks halfway decent with Sin Cara. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. It's just oh. like <laughs> Sinjay. I mean, uh, Jinder Mahal actually looked good against AJ. Every once in a while, shit happens, right? Yeah. Well, Ned, man, you, you have a great weekend, man. Take us on out of here, brother. As always, folks, uh, thanks for joining the show. It's been a good. It's been another great, great one. Uh, you can find us on our YouTube page. Please subscribe, like, comment, share. All our videos are on the YouTube page at Netboy Doc. Also, follow us on our social media sites. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at NetboyDoc. If you'd like to be part of the show or want us to talk about a topic, you can email us at NetboyDoc at gmail.com. Okay, it's been fantastic. Be good out there. Stay safe, warm. This is Doc on behalf of NetboyDoc and our world, and I'm just going to tell you like I always tell you. Peace. Hey, Netty Net. Yo. Be easy. I will get back to you, my brother.
All right. All right. I've been on the site. It kind of sucks, but all right. Okay. Peace. All right, later.